VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. (laughs) (laughs) They'd get his... (laughs) I don't even have a joke, Dave! Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Malbro. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. They have 136 draft beers, uh, 50-foot TVs. Man, you, that's awesome. You needed all the beer this weekend because the Saints, oh. The Pelican House. They're all, they're awesome. LSU looks tremendous. Tulane won this weekend. Go to the Pelican yeah. House. They Did have, Tulane beat? Yeah, Maine. Oh, oh, oh right. Maine. I mean, they're like a football powerhouse in, in, the, uh, in, Maine. in the New England region. <laughs> the Pelican House, 2572 <laughs> City, Place, City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, you should support them because they support us. Um, you know, this feels like an off-season podcast where there's like nothing going on. No news. I know. What are we going to talk about? I, you know, let, let's let's do let's do like a sixty-four man tourney um, about uh, just worst Saints players in history. I think that's what we need to do to we, fill some time. Or we could talk about the Saints losing at home <laughs> to the worst football team in the NFL going into Sunday. Or we could talk about that. Or our um, quarterback's arm falling off? Yeah, that too. Um, I don't. It. It's. Let me, it's, let it's me a, say something. That 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 Jaguars game on the schedule is is looking real tough. Is looking real tough. <laughs> it. Uh, it's over. It's over. It's over. The, the, the Dallas game without Tony Romo, Des Bryant, or Demarco Murray is looking real tough. Yeah, we'll still be underdogs. Here's my question to you, Held. If Luke McCown has to start the Dallas game, and it has Luke McCown versus Whedon, should Obama sign an executive order getting that off of America's TV on (laughs) Sunday night? He should sign an executive order essentially canceling the game and just declaring it a tie. <laughs> I would take a tie. I don't even want to play Ooh, a, a fucking tie, game. A free tie? Yeah. I don't. Hey, the the Panthers won the I, division because of a tie last year. I don't even want to take the game. Just seriously, sign an executive order uh, and just have, like, uh, like, like, seriously, like maybe we can convince that clerk in Kentucky to say, I do not recognize either of these two quarterbacks, <laughs> therefore this game is not valid. And just have Obama just say, fine, it's a tie. It would be like watching the NFL during the strike season. It kind of would be. I'd rather watch the movie The Replacements then. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, that <laughs> movie was bad. Bad movie. Jesus. Keanu, Gene Hackman, you could tell, you could almost feel him reading the cue cards off camera. Um, Dave, I've been to a lot of Saints games, and yeah, me too. The the sound that the stadium made when Drew Brees missed the throw to Brandon Cooks, he or not missed it, he just he couldn't make it, was really kind of bizarre. It was it wasn't like anger or like surprise. It was like the groan if you've ever been to like a kids play of like preschoolers where like the preschooler doesn't know the lines and the parents in the audience feel really really bad. <laughs> and that's what like the that to me will be like the end when when they when when people ask me when did the Saints fun era of football end, I will describe to them that play. Well, you know what? I, 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 I When it happened at the time, I didn't notice. This, you know, you're good at that kind of stuff. You, you, I sit higher than you. I sit with the poor people. Well, that doesn't... I can, you know, I, we hear the same sound. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I think you notice those kind of things a little bit more. I think you, you are more aware of your surroundings uh, than I am, and that's a credit to you, and that's also a discredit to me, but uh, I, I can tell you the sound that I made. Hey, it must be all the booze that's sharpening his senses. It must be, because, because, that's, because that's what's funny, because I don't drink during the game when I go to the games. Not, not. I, I may drink a little bit during, uh, like in a prime time game, like Sunday night or Monday night, but like at noon, I'm not, I'm not, I just, I just don't. Uh, you don't so, call as part of the game day experience. Come oh on. man, I, and, and like, because because then you gotta go to the bathroom and you gotta keep getting up to go to the bathroom and then you miss some of the plays and all that kind of shit. Is, I, I I have a much easier time. We could talk about that off air. I drink the nine dollar aluminum cans. Oh, and that's 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 the other thing too. I have a real problem with uh, paying those uh, ridiculous Amazing. prices. Anyway, back to back to the Saints. Uh, <laughs> I uh, so I didn't know that, but but the sound that I made when I saw that pat when I, when I saw the pass was something I think a little bit kind of like, ugh, <laughs> like it was uh, it was it was disappointment mixed with disgust, um, you know, mixed with just sadness. And I mean, look, <laughs> I. I mean, we could talk about the finer points of the game, and I mean, I watched. I, I I watched closely the second quarter. I went back home and and looked over some film and uh, not, not the whole game, but some of it. But uh, I was like really sad. I'm kind of bummed out at home. Normally, I don't really let Saints losses at this point. I don't let them bother me too much or let it affect me. But I think Sunday afternoon and evening, I was I was definitely morose and my wife was like what's wrong and I was like oh this thing's lost and she was like oh she's like they lose all the time and I'm like yeah I know uh I said but what was making me sad I don't think was the fact that they lost I, I think it was like you mentioned Ralph with quarterback that pass. wilderness we're go we're, we're, we're we are near the no point. no it, it's it's just that I, I think it was the I think it was the ultimate realization that end of an era. Yeah, yeah, it it it, it, it really is, and I mean, and I, the I think so. Dark. Well, the future is we don't know the future, so you could you could say it's dark. I could say it's dark. I, I could say it's bright, and, and 
<laughs> and 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 we'll never know the the answer till we get there. But chances are you're probably more right than I am. But the point is, <laughs> uh, the point is, is that yeah. I mean, I think this is the cat. The cat agrees with me. <laughs> I think that this game cemented it, and I think uh, I think the writing might right, right now be on the wall. I mean, it and was just they, I they just I just feel like they've given up and they've given up. Well, Andrew, the, one of the one of the first. One of the main reasons we had you on this podcast the very first time was because you do the grades and you watch the film. And of all of the grading you've been doing, how badly did the Saints offensive line get their ass kicked Sunday? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty at all. Um, To me, the two glaring issues on the offensive line were, were... you know, Zach Streif faced a speed rusher. The white Charles and, Brown, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and three times he was just beaten. I mean, just clearly beaten. And he got Breeze hit uh, twice, causing fumbles. Uh, the second time, obviously, causing that injury. And I think if you go back now and you look at the game, you watch it again. I mean, I, I, I looked at every throw that Breeze made after that hit. Um, and the ball just wasn't coming out right. I mean, he was clearly hampered, clearly injured, and uh, so that to me that hit was 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 the game. Um, but besides that, I think the Saints have a big hole at left guard, and you know I don't want to judge Lolito too harsh harshly when you go up against Gerald McCoy, who's one of the best in the game, if not the best in the yeah, game. Yeah, but Gerald McCoy uh, but treated he, him like he a... Was, he was just eaten alive. Destroyed him. I mean, absolutely pathetic performance. No, I want I, 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 I want to add to this because, I mean, obviously Andrew and, and Ralph, you're both correct, the offensive line. Was, Basically, the two white guys. Terrible. Well, I guess I'll be white, too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, Andrew, I was actually going to do... I, I watched the film on this uh, on, in the second quarter, and I watched all of that, and I watched the offensive line. I was I was hmm. I was gonna go into the third and fourth quarter and look at all the breeze throws because I was interested in that too. But but what I saw in the second quarter from the offensive line, I mean, there was one play where Unger and Lolito, the two of them, they just had one guy. I don't know if it was McCoy or not, but. It, the Buccaneers didn't really bring anybody, and yeah. they had they had one guy. To the two of them. It was a two-on-one. I know their exactly favor. what the player talking about. And they let they let him go right through the two of them. Like well, the, the issue the issue was on that play was that Lolito was expecting help, and right. so he kind of gave a half-ass effort because he kind of stunted him inside. You know, he kind of allowed him to go inside, and then he was expecting Unger to um, to help him and double McCoy, but Unger. I mean, I think he felt like he had the assignment of shading the middle linebacker. And if you look at that play and you freeze frame it, he's looking directly at the the middle linebacker, waiting for him to run a delay blitz. And so that's just and the, a miscommunication. And, and the, and the delay I don't know blitz. who blew it, but I, I'm going to put my money on the lead, though. Uh, if, and if it's the same plan, I mean, he, he's looking he's looking for somebody to come, and nobody ever comes, and so he right. goes and he helps out Lolito. And the two of them just... And they have a decent position on him, and they just let him. He just goes right through him, and it's just like yeah. you, you're kidding me. You got two guys on one, and you can't even stop that. That's that's an issue. And yeah. obviously, on the Drew Brees hit Zach Streif, he just got blown by. There was one play in the second quarter that I watched, and Zach and Streif gets, he just gets pushed to the ground, and like almost 
uh, he, he, he gets caught in the half step moving backwards. I thought this pushed. was Streif's worst game. Oh, it was terrible. Well, it was here, terrible. Here, he gets just pushed to the ground. He, that, that is a huge man. Yeah. Well, here's he a, is a big boy. He is. Here's the, here's the thing, Kevin, that, the, that of all of it, the injury and losing to Tampa, the, the thing that depressed me the most was as bad as the Saints looked, and they were atrocious, Tampa was trying <laughs> to perform an epic meltdown. And as crazy as it sounds, when it was 24 to 19, I had irrational confidence. And I turned to my mom and I said, Drew Brees is going to win this without being able to throw a pass. And it's going to be the funniest collapse we've ever witnessed in our lives. And that made losing it worse because Zach, Zach Cocker had other plans. Because 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 Kevin Tampa and Lovey Smith are so bad. So my question to you, Kevin, are the Saints the worst football team in the NFL? Uh, did Cleveland win on Sunday? They did. Cleveland won. <laughs> Did Jacksonville win on Jacksonville Sunday? Jacksonville did win, and my pregnant wife was not happy. Ask him if Oakland won. <laughs> did Oakland win? Oakland did not, but they played competitive at home. Are the Rams uh, one and one? Yes, they are. Are the Redskins one and one? They are. Huh. Huh. That's very interesting. Um, wait, 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 but Kevin, Kevin, the, the, the Seahawks are 0 2. Yeah, you could pick the Seahawks to be the worst. Yeah, okay. Uh, Any hoozle. Um. <laughs> Was ta- so Tampa was arguably the worst team in the league. The Saints had the highest percentage by the computer simulation simulator that does simulates every game ten thousand times. The Saints had a win percentage of seventy nine percent. It was the highest on the board. They were also they also they also had the highest spread in Vegas they did. for the week. But like, I told you that point. I told you that was free ten point underdogs cover sixty three percent of the time. I told you that was free money. Yeah, should have bet the money line plus four ten. Um, uh, I will go. I will say they are the worst team. I will do that. Yeah. I'll say it. They're pretty. I mean, the, the with worst Drew Brees, team in the they're the worst. If you lose with the team that is said to be the worst team in the league, then you then become, become the, the worst, worst team. Texans are pretty bad. Um, Andrew, uh, is the Max Unger Jimmy Graham trade one of those rare trades where both teams <laughs> regret it? <laughs> no, I, I think. For the Saints, I mean, I, it's hard to say. Would the Saints have been able to win this game with Jimmy Graham? I mean, you know, they'd be better in the red zone in the first game against the Cardinals, and maybe Jimmy Graham makes a crazy play, and the offense is just uh, – the offense would be better off for sure. I mean, if you look at how Watson and, and Josh Hill have been playing, uh, Josh Hill's I don't on the see team. how you can say – Josh Hill on the team? Yeah. Um, so, but I, on the offensive line, if you don't have Unger, I mean, how much worse would it be? And who would be the starting center? I mean, I guess you'd have McGlynn and, and Lolito at center, I guess. I mean, the, the offensive line would be horrible, um, without, without Unger. So, um, and, and you know, Stefan Anthony's kind of the, the X factor. And I don't think by any means he's a great player or even a good one yet. Uh, but you're definitely seeing some potential. Uh, I think the combination of a center that – well, uh, the whole point of that trade was <laughs> to keep Breeze healthy, and two weeks into the season he's not. He wasn't so, even healthy 
at halftime. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that. That's uh, you. You might argue that the Unger trade failed on, on that premise alone, but their offense, I, I, their I, off I season is a big bucket of fail. I, I always thought, you know, it's one thing for the Saints, like if you're unloading a player like that to improve your offensive line and and improve your horrific defense, and, and I th- I do think they accomplished both of those things. Um, if you look at Tampa, I've always said that was a horrible move for them because they're a run-first team, and Jimmy Graham can't block. So you're basically and, – and, and you're making yourself worse in the running game by losing Unger, um, and you lose a first-round pick. So uh, I just – I never really saw that as a good fit. You, you put Jimmy Graham in Green Bay, you know, you, you put him in, in, in New England, you, you, you put him in Denver – he would be unstoppable. He would be every bit as good as he is in New Orleans. But I just thought it was a terrible fit in Seattle, and I stand by that. Dave, um, the Saints' offense looked exci- it looked really fun and exciting the 35 seconds Spiller was in on that first series. Yeah, I, I was actually surprised. It, w- it looked good. Um, but they really limit his touches. I think he got like 10 snaps. Um, these receivers suck. Um, combined <laughs> combined with Drew Brees not being able to throw the deep ball to their best offensive weapon, Brandon Cooks, um, is this offense going to break 20 points anytime soon? Colston was pretty good. Yes, Colston was pretty good, and I was going to mention that. But uh, we got to give him credit. After how much he got flamed on in week one, he deserves a little shout-out. He'll, 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 always, he'll, he'll always be solid. You know, I mean, he's... I mean, obviously, I guess at some point it's going to end. But he he's, he's he, he puts in the work. You know, he's always been totally dedicated to football and to everything mm-hmm. he does. So, and that's always showed on the field. So he's if he I feel like if he's playing, he, he he's he's going to be decent. And he, he can be trusted. But anyway, is it going to break twenty points? Jeez. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't even know what the hell's going on with with Breeze yet. I mean, I I gotta think that this injury, I I you know I, I agree with Andrew. I, I think he'll probably play this week, but um, but it's just like last year where he had an oblique issue, you know, and it affected his throwing motion and it affected the way he played, uh, and I feel like that that's what's going to happen this year. And, and it, 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 my concern is that it may go on for an extended amount of time throughout the season, and this this whole thing is just going to bother him all season, and we're only going to have a breeze that's at, like, 70%, and uh, and the Saints' offense is going to go nowhere. Kevin, uh, what's going to be worse, watching Luke McCown, Garrett Grayson, or crippled Drew Brees? Huh. <laughs> I mean, nothing like dead air. Yeah. Cripple uh-huh. Drew Brees. Cripple uh-huh. Drew Brees. Just because I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine it. I don't want to imagine it. I, I I really don't. Because here's the thing. Do not fuck. Uh, do not be like Jim Haslett. If there's something wrong with Drew Brees, sit him down. Sit him down. Do not. Let us see Drew Brees. Will they pull? What do you struggle? Well, that's a good. That's a good question. I do not. Seriously, I do not. Here's the thing, and and 
I, I, I'm so glad you actually asked me this because it triggered this thing I was thinking earlier that I wanted to say, and otherwise I'd have forgot. I, okay. <sighs> All right, this is so, okay. <laughs> Hear me out. Uh, it is, in a sense, it is almost a good thing if he is done for however many weeks or if he's done for the rest of the year and they have to take him out. They have to sit him. I would almost – I would rather that than watch Sean Payton stubbornly, you know, stick with Drew Brees and Drew Brees try to gut it out and keep throwing up wobbling fucking ducks. That's and, what and, would happen. And that, that's, and what, exactly. that's what would happen. That's what would happen. And that's you know what problem. would happen then? That's my concern. It, to it, you know, the fan base would probably let it go for a couple of weeks, but eventually they would turn. And I do not want that. Yeah, I, mean, I do not fucking you, want that. Drew, Drew, goddamn Breeze does not deserve to get tossed out there to throw warbly ducks. The wor- throw the warble? Ha- and, and to have the fan base... Either just either boo or just throw their hands up and shake their head. I mean, he does that, not that, deserve that. Call, that. Call that, the that world he alarm. does don't not deserve that. No, I don't want the the fan. He, he does not deserve that. But here's I a, love that man, and that man does not deserve to be put into a situation where we end up trying to turn our backs on him. He does well, not. You know, well, you know, Breeze will happily go into it. Under those conditions, so it's going to take yeah. someone stopping him. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Exactly. That's, here, that, that, here's that's the, the problem. Thing. And, I, and I feel like I, I, I feel like he probably even during this last game after he was injured, I, I'm sure he never said to Peyton, uh, "Yeah, you, you know." It, it seems like they never even had a discussion about it. Well, here's and, the thing. And would would Peyton pull Breeze during a game because no. he can't throw? Well, but that's the thing. I mean, first of all, I don't think Breeze would ever admit anything. No, you know, no, he I, wouldn't I admit it. Peyton would just see it and be like, "You, you got to come out." I'm not sure Peyton would do that to him. No, I'm not. No, I don't think he would. I don't think he would. I, I, I will say this: Did you guys see that press conference where he was depressed? Sean Peyton just acted like he had no clue what was going on. They asked him about right. the injury to Breeze, and he's like. Yeah, Pete Carmichael said he saw something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see it, and I don't really yeah. know. That is the biggest. Like, it, it, seriously, you should be fired immediately if you are the head coach of a football team and you don't have your fingers on the pulse of how your $100 million quarterback is feeling, how his throwing wow. shoulder is doing after a huge hit. Like, if you're seriously that clued out of what's going on on your own football team, then, I, first of all, I, I think he's just bold-faced lying. I, I don't believe yeah. that he had no right. clue. And I, I think all you have to do is look look at the play calling in the second half where they were handing off to Kyrie Robinson and Mark Ingram ad nauseum down two scores instead of throwing the football to me, which was a clear indication that they knew Drew Brees was hampered and that running the football and throwing short passes was – their best chance of scoring, well, here, Kevin, just here, shucking it downfield. Kevin, here's a good, here's a good actual football question. Um, Dave's boyfriend, Mark Ingram, was kind of trashy 
yesterday except for the touchdown. Should Kyrie Robinson be getting a lot more touches than Ingram at this point? That fumble, my God. Uh, I honestly, here's the thing. I said it yesterday. I said Ingram's, you know, like, it's it's been discussed here. Ingram's the kind of guy that needs, like, uh, 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 that number of carries to get going. And 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 said that's the kind of that's just the the kind of player he is. So you kind of have to stick with him for a little bit longer. And if he keeps putting up like you know like fifteen, sixteen carries and only averages uh, and isn't getting to you know three point eight or higher, then then fine. Then at that point you got to say all right, fuck it, we're going with Kyrie Robinson. We're going to do some shit with C.J. Spiller and Mark Ingram. Your ass is just you're, you'll come in and you'll take. Uh, five or six uh, touches then. Dave. And we'll figure something out. Now, I'm, okay, so, so here's, here's my take on that whole thing. You know, I, it's, it's not a question of who's one or who's two. Um, I, you know, I, I think, look, Ingram last week was awesome, was he not? He had over 100 yards rushing receiving. He was like a Pierre Thomas clone out there. He had a great game. Um, you know, but sometimes either defenses key in on a certain player. They might look at film and they might say, "Look, we got to stop Ingram. This is what he did last week. Uh, we got to stop Ingram." And they might not know so much about the the backup guy or the second guy, like Kyrie Robinson. Um, and then it's also just sometimes, you know, sometimes the player just doesn't have it on a certain day. So it's not a question of of should you Ingram go carry less. Man, you got to go with that. Yeah, it was no, no, so no, no, clear no, no. in the second exactly. half that Robinson yes. was tearing it up. And that was, yes. if you remember last year in the Superdome, how could you not forget how Kyrie Robinson did against the Bucks when he won the game for the Saints in overtime in the Super Bowl and the Superdome? And I'm sorry, but I, I think the rotation in the second half, it was too much Ingram and not enough Kyrie Robinson. No, no, I, 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 t- I totally agree with you. That, that, was, that was the problem. It's like you can have – there's – in- Ingram isn't – it's not like dog shit. It's not like Kyrie Robinson needs to be the number one guy go- going forward. He needs to be the, the starting running back. But Ingram can still hold that role. But, yes, if, if Ingram doesn't have it on a particular afternoon, just like you said, and Robinson obviously does in the limited action that you see, then you got to go, like you, you said, Andrew, with the hot hand. I, yeah. I, I totally agree. And that's, yeah. I, I, it, it, it was very frustrating to watch that and for Peyton to not make that adjustment or notice that adjustment needed to be made before any of us do. Uh, Andrew, the defensive kids, I'm excited about them, even though <laughs> uh, Telvin Bro, he's got the gift that'll live forever. Where he just, oh, made, yeah. he just, that was he awful. just couldn't find the ball. Yeah, we, 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 we never even had a gif of Jason David doing that. So this, is, this is Jason David levels here. But, I mean, really I, still think he's, I still think he's got potential. <laughs> I like Swan. I, I, I really every like... Every time I even think about that gif, it's so funny. It, I like Swan. I like Anthony. Like, how, how, how good do you think these kids can be? Or... Well, I think anytime you start a season like this, and it, it, it's that disappointing of just a, a couple of games where you feel like hope is kind of lost and playoff discussion is is not even on the table, uh, then you kind of have to redirect your your goals and you have to kind of make new objectives for as a fan for how you watch and what you expect. <laughs> Get blotto by uh, halftime. Yeah. <laughs> But so I think for me, you know, obviously we we start looking towards the future, and the Saints have so many young players that 
you know, I, I do want to see Andres Pete on the field more, and uh, I'd like to see how he plays. I mean, gosh, if Streif keeps this up, I think they should maybe <laughs> make a switch soon. Um, but Kikaha and, and Anthony are right at the top of that list. You know, I, I'd say maybe Swan and Bro too, but really for me it's the development of Kikaha and Anthony. And as this season progresses, um, those are the two guys I'm watching most closely. <laughs> and what I would want to see at the end of the year is feel really good about – Anthony being a star middle linebacker and Kikaha being a double-digit sack guy going into 2016. Uh, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. You know what I just thought of? That son of a bitch, Junior Gallette, was right. Zach Streif has not been the same since he caught his wife, Raw oh, Dog. Oh, oh, Lordy. <laughs> well, somebody else Raw Dogged his wife. Oh, look. You have that back <laughs> Junior Gillette, Junior Gillette, spewing tweets. Spewing tweets. He said his wife raw dog someone else. My wife. My wife. Kevin. Are uh, they send? Let me ask you this then. Are they sending him the same fuck the same picture before every game? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That would be that would be wrong, man. I mean, I mean, like, is that what it is? Drew Brees got to step in. And you know, interesting that it's burned into his memory forever. Well, and, and maybe and maybe Peyton's not making the necessary running back. He can't, he can't shake the visual. Maybe no, no, no. Peyton's not making the necessary running back adjustments in game because he's all hopped up on Molly and Vicodin. Oh my! No, no, no. You know what? Speaking Gallette of Peyton, nailed it, man. Gallette had it right the whole time. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Speaking of Peyton, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned his name because I'm I'm perusing ye old Twitter feed here. Didn't, didn't Gallette was, mention something about Breeze having noodle arm too? <laughs> kind of nailed that too. <laughs> And he said, don't, pr- all right. don't prove that prick's point. Oh, my goodness. If there's one thing I hate worse than a prick, it's when that pr- it's when a prick is correct about something. Kevin. Oh, yeah. Listen. And, no, no, no. Wait, hang wait, on. Wait, Kevin, Before you get Kevin to the question, I've got a thing. I'm perusing the Twitter, and I'm ye seeing old Twitter feed. ye old Twitter, and on ye old timeline, a buddy of mine retweeted something that the Saints themselves tweeted out three hours ago. Yeah. Peyton calls NFL Network report. That Breeze could miss several games, quote, inaccurate. Yeah. Bowl to the shit, Sean Payton. <laughs> Bowl to the shit. Because let me tell you something. Do they have a this gift with time, it? No, no, no. I remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers, Sean Payton. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm first remembers year, when you killed that in your, <laughs> in your first year, when you had one of your cronies... Call and threaten me because I saw with my own two goddamn eyes Scott Fujita walking around with a goddamn boot on his leg because you took him to Wally World or whatever. Andrew, and did he, you have week two for the foot. Fujita story? I did. I'm going to the window. Collect my money. And he hurt his goddamn foot coming down the slide through no fault of his own, but he hurt his foot. So don't t- don't don't uh, don't say inaccurate. I guarantee you, some reporter somewhere knows the goddamn truth. And let me tell you something. This is a call. This is me calling out WWL, the TV and the radio, DSU, VUE. Uh, who else am I forgetting? Any of them other places? Foxy. Well, I think VUE. Oh VUE, yeah, that's Foxy. right. So you're Foxy. saying Drew Brees is not going to play this week? Is that what you're saying? I again? want somebody. I want, I literally want you to reenact season one of The Wire. I want people stationed all around 
uh, Audubon Park and that Audubon neighborhood to catch any glimpse of Drew Brees coming in or out of his house. I want somebody posing as a paper boy. I want somebody dressed as a mailbox. I want somebody pretending to be a dog. I want confirmation because somebody knows. Somebody knows that Drew Brees is not 100%. Well, now. And here's the thing. If Drew Brees does not, oh, if Drew Brees does not start next week, or if he starts and 10 throws in, it's, it's goddamn duck hunt all over again, and I'm, and I'm eight years old, I am going to tweet the ever-living shit out of Coach Sean Payton, and I'm going to make that juicy fruit-chewing bastard block me, okay? <laughs> and here's the thing. I love Sean Payton because the guy brought, us a, uh, guy brought us a championship, ambush, the whole spiel. But, dude, do not do this Bill Belichickian shenanigan horse shit when anybody with two eyes, two eyes and a thought, maybe you can fool some of them rubes down, you know, down around you, or maybe some of the media guys that don't want to challenge you. But guess what, pal? Somebody knows something. Well, okay, somebody so knows something. Well, I we have know. a good feel for what so the situation. Apparently, well. It's going to be Verizon Tower in week three. That's what's going to freaking happen. Kevin's laying it on That's the table. That's what's going to freaking happen. Kevin is laying it on the table. Everybody with a Verizon Tower is going to the goddamn thing into the river because that's what's going to happen. I don't, Mike Triplett, one of my buddies posted on Facebook. Uh, Mike, Mike Triplett said he was out for the year. Yeah, that said he was going to be put on IR, but, but Triplett then deleted it. I think it was his I think it was his real account, but it was something that was up and then it was deleted. So what? I mean I thought that I thought that was weird. But then when hey, was look, that? Uh that was like two two o'clock ish, I would say maybe. Okay, two, so that was long after more Chris Mortensen's report that it was just a bruise. No. No, no, no. The the, the thing about the bruise, that was like five thirty, six yeah. that was the evening. Yeah, so I'm yeah. saying that's the most recent report, right? The bruise, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So the most recent report is that it's just a bruise. So well, I mean, do yeah. we think that do we think that this is the, that the Saints are leaking that information to keep everything positive? And yeah, I think so. But I, I think the fact that because it's Sean national Payton, guys doing it. But, but the fact that Sean Payton came out and told WWL that the, the, that Breeze missing several games is false, not accurate, um, to me. I mean, I, I'll put it to you this way. Um, I just I know what a partially torn rotator cuff feels like, and you can definitely still manage. You can definitely still get your arm arm above your head. You lose strength when when you have an injury like that. If it's a complete tear, oh, you awesome. can you you cannot lift your hand above your head if it's a complete tear. And if it's right, just which a bruise, you had when he. First was injured in San Diego when he came to us. That's right. That's exactly right. So I think if you look at this, I just I know Breeze. I know the kind of competitor he is. I don't know him personally, but I'm just saying I know the kind of competitor he is. I know you read that his book. I I did read his book. All right, Wilbon. And I know the the state of the art equipment, the state of the art trainers, the the. Stuff that Dr. he has James access Andrews. to. Send him they're to Argentina. Get him some goat no, blood. No, no, no. They're going to get Dr. him Argentina goat blood. He, he'll be ready to go Sunday. He's going to play at Carolina. 
Book it. I guarantee it. I, I make no promises about how good he'll be. I make no promises about how many deep throws the Saints will make. Zero. Um, but he will play. All right. Um, you wanted to see the Saints run the ball more? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> um, they might screen Carolina to death. All right. Kevin, this is going to drive Juge crazy, what I'm about to say. But I think maybe you'll defend me, or maybe not. If the Saints lose to Carolina and look bad, and Atlanta beats Dallas, the Saints will be three games behind with 13 to go, and I will start openly rooting for abject failure and to burn it to, to, to the ground because I want the number one pick. And I'll start doing it in September, and you can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me, but that's what I'm going to do if they get dump trucked by Carolina. Here's, uh, I don't know if I'll go that early, but here's the thing. If they and, – and I don't even know who the number one pick would be for, you know, like whatever the Ryan Most team from is. Ohio like, State. I was looking at draft stuff today, and it depressed me oh like a Smith God. record. It depressed wait, me like wait, a, who is it? Bosa from Ohio State. He's a defensive end. He's awesome. Bo- Bosa. Well, I don't know what kind of rhyme you would do, but, but if, the, if the Saints got the number one overall pick, trade down. <laughs> trade down. <laughs> trade down. Trade down. I don't care. I don't care if this is if this is the if this is the stone cold lead pipe lock of the week or whatever it is. Trade uh, uh, like like Carl Aquatine would say. Yeah, yeah, Carl. Uh, stone n- n- cold no. lock. Trade of the century of the, of the week. week of the week. Um. <laughs> Well, oh, you get that reference. You get that <laughs> reference. Man's never seen Godfather. He gets that's the Aquatine reference. That's a that's a direct football reference. All right. Uh, before we get to uh, Twitter questions for today, <laughs> other uh, week, other week, we got another, we got another, <laughs> we got another rant person. Uh, Andrew won our raffle awesome. this week. And he has a tremendous whoa, rant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's only room for one Andrew. There is this Andrew. Am Andrew. I right, Juge? No, there can be an, only one. This Andrew, he's a patron. He <laughs> that donated. That was an Islander reference. He, do, he donated, and he, he has a no, tremendous... Any, anybody that's a patron is, uh, is okay in my yeah. book. He has a tremendous uh, Walking Dead reference. So, uh, Andrew, take it away. I won't get that. It's another week of Saints loss, but... We have a, ra- a, a Saints rant raffle winner. Uh, Andrew has won the Saints uh, our raffle rant. If you donate a dollar, you can be entered just like Andrew is, and you can get therapy, and you can vent all your frustrations about the Saints' miserable season right here on the podcast, and we play it. Uh, Andrew, congratulations, and go let it all hang out. Thanks, Ralph. Uh, basically, I work in a have a big, uh, you know, drop the defense down, you know, kick the defense in the nuts. But that's not what I'm going to do this week. You know, what I was going to – that was what I was going to do. But instead, my target is going to be Zach Street. Zach Street, it is time to figuratively, not literally, take him out back and say, look at the rabbits, Zach. Look at the rabbits. No, don't turn around. That's not a 38 in my hand. Look, look at the rabbits, Zach. That guy is horrible. He got beat by Jack Smith all day long. And not only that, he is the supreme cause of Drew Brees going down with a shoulder injury, and here, there goes our season. 
So, yeah, thanks, Zach Street. We appreciate that. Oh, and by the way, while we're at it, our little field goal kicker, Zach Hawker, yeah, Sean Payton, you can pay me half of whatever you're paying that guy, and I will come miss field goals for you all day long. So, yeah, space fans, get ready. 20 Check seconds. Check yourself in. It's going to be a long season. All right, let's um, let's get to Twitter questions. Well, that was a hell of a rant, still, Andrew. It was. I'm, I'm still the best, Andrew. You are the best. You, you are. You are. I, mean, that, I mean, that rant was an all-timer. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I, like I like the look at the flowers, Street. Solid. I liked it. Nailed uh, it. Uh, Nailed it. All right, let's start with this. Andrew, how upset are the Pelican bloggers going to be no, when yeah. the Saints picking number one blocks out a, blocks out their me. playoff run like the sun? I like that you're picking fights with the bloggers of the Pelican. <laughs> I am so sick of the Pelican bloggers. Look, how we're, we're Saints bloggers. How often do we compare the Saints to the Pelicans when it's when it's the off season? You know, we, we're fans of the, of the Pelicans. We root for them. We actively hope that they're going to do well. I feel like Half of these Pelicans fans are, are, and bloggers are pumped that Breeze is hurt because they're like, yes, finally, people are going to start paying attention to the brow. I don't care. You, you, you can be fans of both. You are allowed to. Um, the, I, I almost blocked about five Pelicans <laughs> bloggers on Twitter today. I, I, I was close to having a meltdown. Ralph knows about it. It was. Um, the Pelicans are going to be the number one sports team in New Orleans the second Tuesday of next week. They'll be number. They'll be number. The only way the Pelicans will ever be number one is when the Saints are in another city. The Pelicans could win five of the next ten NBA championships, and New Orleans will care about the Saints more. It doesn't mean they don't love the Pelicans. They just don't like them as much. Um, but I mean, why are they excited that Breeze is injured? Yeah, I didn't like that. It's I like didn't. they're reveling in the fact that the Saints are terrible and Breeze might be out for the year. I, I had to, that was for me and Andrew. The first question, uh, Kevin. Best case, wor- <laughs> this is from Alfredo. Best case, worst case scenario for the first win. Jesus, now I got to bust out the schedule. Hang on a second. Well, they got Carolina. They got the the Dallas B team. I'm picking him to win this week. Oh my God! You're get, yeah, you're, okay. you save that, Andrew. You're high. <laughs> we get that for the game picks. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's add Carolina. No. Uh, prime time against the Cowboys at home. Jesus Christ. They, no, uh, yeah, Robo uh, and Wheaton. Maybe. Maybe. And that's only I'm, – I'm, I'm telling you that's only because of some sort of weird prime time bullshit oh, magic. Please. We haven't, ha- we haven't had that – we haven't had any of those advantages that we've – Do we have we, a better shot against the Cowboys with Noodle Arm Breeze or McCown Healthy? <laughs> <laughs> We might have right. to have that discussion. That'll, that'll be the, the, pod, the entire podcast next week. What's What's Chase Daniel doing? Oh, <laughs> he's, he's got a he's got a contract we can't afford as so, a backup. So so he's uh, pulling in. Uh, he's uh, driving his Chrysler Sebring so, to, to his dealership. So Kevin, what's the worst case scenario? <laughs> give me a Give me a win in like October, November for Chrysler. Hang on, hang on. So then at Philadelphia, I mean, as shitty as Philly is, gloss. Oh, uh, it's that's a, that's also probably uh, uh, hosting the. See, the sad thing is they host Atlanta four days later loss. on Thursday night. That's the loss at Indianapolis. The Colts are the, the Colts look like crap. Are they still losing? Loss. 
The Colts look like the Colts what's, look yeah, bad. Yeah, what's the score in that game? Yeah, like? they look they look bad. You know who they don't look as badass? <laughs> the Saints. <laughs> okay, so then they host the Giants, and then and then they host the Titans. So eat, I don't know, man. Either the Giants or the Titans at home. I'm one going of those to the Giants games. game. That would be fun. Uh, the Saints. Are gonna, and what are those dates? That's November. November first. Can you imagine if they were still winless? At <laughs> oh that my point? God! Oh Jesus! Uh, Dude, if they were still winless, you could get a handful of tickets for a song. <laughs> you could. You, uh, you could just go to a car. They probably put them on the windshield like they did in the eighties. Uh, I've only are, had I've only had my season tickets since since the Sean Payton era. But if they're really going to start to suck, then I'm really going to have to think about paying as much money as I do for these. Nice uh, the Saints are everybody's get-right game in 2015. That's, oh, great. That's the problem. We're the new Jacksonville. <laughs> we are. Uh, Andrew, I feel yeah, bad. We have this, better food. This is from, this is from Saunders. Not in the dome. I'm hanging up if it's about Pelicans bloggers. No, I feel badly <laughs> I feel badly for Delvin, bro. Has anyone set up a GoFundMe page to help him get some glasses counseling? <laughs> yes. I don't know if you guys saw this, but... You know, Seriously, uh, guys, I guess it was SB Nation ever. tweeted the GIF saying it was the worst play of all time. <laughs> and uh, Delvin Bro responded the to that GIF and, and just said, oh, man. Uh. Um, <laughs> so there, there was an acknowledgement on Bro's part that uh, oh! GIF was uh, not, not ideal for him. I mean, you know, uh, you know the really be... sad part about this is Bro had a good game. Uh, Mike Evans had no catches. He, he was lined up against Mike Evans. And I know Mike Evans had a bad hammy, but he literally held w- one of the best young receivers in the game to no catches. He had a good game. Oh, man. <laughs> wait, where? I, I don't see it. Wait, you ne- wait, Kevin, you haven't seen that gif yet? No, 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 no. I've seen the gif. I want to see no. the tweet that him saying, oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, just uh, go to uh, Bro Bro Show. Yeah, wait a minute. Okay, yeah. so first. Yeah, Bro Show 24. First, yeah. yeah. First of all, his, uh, you know, you know they're gonna like, you know they're gonna like show that gif and and watch that play first thing in the film room uh, this week, and you know like all the other DBs are gonna give him total shit and they're gonna laugh their asses off about it. But, um, but I I, I did want to say, and I don't think we've talked about it at all, but in this this game against the Buccaneers, I, honestly, you know. If you're assessing blame and, and choosing one or the other, I, I think this was obviously the offense's fault. And, and, and I th- yeah, I, think I can't believe how much heat Rob Ryan is catching. I mean, the drive to open the second half was abysmal. I mean, that yeah. Spagnola would have been proud of that drive. But that, that, that's that's kind of been their mo. They they they, they their first drive. They they start slow. They look like shit. They kind of get their feet under them, and then everything kind of picks up from there. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I just don't understand how Rob Ryan could be catching heat. No, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think the defense deserves some credit for this game. I mean, I thought they played pretty pretty damn decent. I mean, yeah, they're facing Jameis Winston in his second game ever, but, uh, you know, in in the fourth quarter, they gave your offense Ten, Chance ball. after chance after chance. Oh, two, to- two times in a row. Uh, I mean that w- it was like it was it was reminiscent of 2009, with the exception of 2009. B- Breeze in the offense would have would have stepped on your throat and and would have gotten 14 points off of. You, you, you want to know what's the saddest situations. part? You you want to know what's the, the saddest part of the Saints' performance? The offense puts up 19 points. They can't run the football. 
Breeze has noodle arm. He's getting hit on every play. The defense gives up a second-half touchdown after, like, five plays and 80 yards, and Jameis Winston looks like the second coming of Fran Tarkenton. Um, but neither unit had the worst day for the Saints. The special teams managed to top both of them with a <laughs> kicker that couldn't make a kick, a punter out of his own end zone who kicked off the side of his foot. I mean, God forbid we don't get yeah. a touchback on a kickoff because it's going back to the 50. And, I mean, just top to bottom, one of the worst Saints special teams performances I've ever seen. The special teams uh, coach I would, I would, could murder a hobo and not Mur- get Murray dropping a punt. Pepperidge Farm remembers the time your special teams unit murdered a hobo and tried to cover it up and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Go ahead. I, 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 I do want to say, too, that um, I agree special teams look like shit. But um, uh, keep in mind, though, Hawker missing the field goal, that turned out to actually be good for the Saints because the defense, because they wound up giving the ball back to to Tampa Bay in their in their own territory, but the defense wound up causing another fumble. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, that, that one was gifted. Yeah, well, whatever, but reverse that. Sorry, that was in Saints territory. And, and the defense actually wound up uh, forcing another fumble and getting the ball back in their own territory and actually got seven points out of that whole little uh, thing. Incorrect, Dave. Well, six points. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. My, Faux pas, faux pas. Uh, six, six points. Uh, the extra point, well, that's another story altogether. Wow. I had to beat him to death with their own shoe. <laughs> Kevin, uh, this is a great question. This is from Chris. If Breeze is out for a long time and the season is lost, how about the sex cannon Rex Grossman? It would be fun. Ooh. Okay. I like <laughs> Let me tell you, when he started Cutler? The... I think he's about to be available. Uh, no, no. You can you can keep Jay Cutler, his 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 freaking uh, goofball of a wife and their and 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 their unvaccinated kids. The Cutler out of the city. Oh, they're in the you, you guys yeah, watch yeah, the unvaccinated kids. You, you, guys watch the you can keep those freaking goofballs uh, yes, out of the, the city. Cutlet? You, you remember uh, that reference? The Cutler. Um, what season is that? I don't know. It's it's when. That one of the Jenny, the girl on the league, is taking a Pilates class with Jay Cutler's wife, Kristen Cavallari. Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. And they call the baby of Jay Cutler the Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is for me. Balky asks, is the Dune Train one of those Balky old? Buttuckamus? Yeah, Larry. Balky says, the Dune Train is it one of those old steam engines you see in westerns, or like Amtrak or a Japanese bullet train? No, it's old time steam engine type uh, train. And but, it it's like the th- but it's like the third Back to the Future where yeah. it can fly, too. It's full, though, man. If you didn't pre-book, you, the Dune train, it's overflowing. Um, yeah. Standing room only. <laughs> my my uh, birthday is in about an hour, 35th. Uh, and my wife is, my wife, uh, my wife, making a king cake. Andrew, oh, Andrew. My it, birthday. Oh, uh, man, this looks delicious. Congrats. 35. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the big three five. Yeah, what's that, what, what's what's that like turning thirty five and having somebody that loves you? <laughs> I'm not thirty five yet, buddy. Oh, I'm not thirty five, pal. <laughs> yeah, you hold on to your clinging on to the last and minutes of thirty. You have hair. And Shut up. <laughs> Dylan asks, are the Saints <laughs> are the Saints rebuilding or is Sean Payton regressing? 
no, my it's, side is. I, I, I was talking to someone about this today. I, I don't think it's coaching. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't love every decision that Sean Payton makes, but um, I think when you look at the penalties, when you look at the mental mistakes, um, you know, I know the Saints preach ball security all week because they turned it over so much against Tampa last year. And for Willie Sneed and Mark Ingram to not kind of take that direction, I mean, Ingram knows better. I mean, that, that fumble is, is really disappointing to see from Ingram. With Willie Sneed, I mean, you just hope that's something he learns from. But um, that, that's what Tampa does well. That's the one thing that they do well, and, and uh, you know, they expose the Saints. So for me, it really is just uh, a depleted roster. And it's, it's a combination of really bad drafting, maybe a little bad luck, in terms of injuries, um, giving big contracts to guys that are not producing. Um, Jairus Bird, Junior Gallette, you know, go up and down the list. But uh, I think this the main issue with the Saints right now is severe roster issues. Um, and I think they kind of started the rebuild this year. I mean, they unload Jimmy Graham. They unload uh, Stills, and they, they, they unload Grubbs, and they, they unload Lofton, and they, they try to give – get more draft picks and, and get an infusion of youth. And uh, I think we're going to see more of that next off season. Um, but it's probably a year or two before this rebuild is complete. Um, let's see. Uh, Kevin, let's see. Um, do, 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 do we have any questions? When are, we, when are we going to get, like, Helium Kevin yeah. or, or Sir Kevin? Uh, you know, I, we, I feel like we haven't had any of that in a long time. Yeah. I think if the Saints keep losing badly, then the jokes will start pouring in. <laughs> we'll get more helium, Kevin. Oh, that's the um, only way we'll get through it. Yeah, I mean, all right, we gotta get that. That'll do the questions. We gotta get to the game predictions. Uh, Kev, Kevin, I'll let you go first. Kevin. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought like you. Yeah, I thought you were gonna ask us some sort of a question. No, go no, first with the game know. prediction. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. We want your game prediction. Come on, Kevin. Thirty-four, thirteen. Panthers. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who? All right. Who's who's thirty-four, thirteen? Who's Panthers. getting who's getting the blame for that disaster? Uh, I'll say that it's close in the first half, and then after that, the 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 defense just can't can't hold up anymore. Carolina pulls away, and the offense can't do shit. So I say that uh, yeah, it's it's going to be one of those things where we're arguing over who to blame. <laughs> like I mean, that that's the thing we're going to be arguing over who to blame, and. It's just gonna. It's just gonna be a collective clusterfuck. Uh, I apologize for saying that uh, to uh, the sponsor. Please do not throw your duck braised nachos in Ralph's face. Yes, um, don't do that. We only have one sponsor. We have to be extra good to them. Yes. It's like our five patrons. We have to treat them with respect. Duck braised nachos. Delicious. Speaking of food, uh, are you uh, wetting your appetite here, Dave, to the? Uh, the the Olive Garden trips you're going to be making consecutively. <laughs> mm. yeah, I know. Like, I, what did you? I, yeah, wait, wait, you picked, what was the record eight you said? Eight and eight. eight. eight, and eight. Ooh, oh. man. Oh, man. You might. You might. Dave. 
Two and fourteen for the Saints. I think it's on the table. It's not. I don't think it's likely, <laughs> but it's in play. That's, that's a six, that's, that's that's six that's like days. A whole week well, I pick nine. I pick nine and seven. I might be in cat food for a week. That, <laughs> I mean, that could be. You might just, have to just bathe in cat food. I might. I'm not. I <laughs> there we go. There we go. I would settle for one. I would settle for one tweeted picture of Ralph in a bathtub of cat food. <laughs> cat food, wet cat food, mud bath. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! What was the question again? So, oh, oh, we were just talking about, talking about predictions. predictions. Yeah. Okay. So, Kevin, you, you say thirty-four, thirteen, and the goat is everybody, right? Yeah. Cool. It's a pick'em. The goat's a pick'em. <laughs> the goat's a pick'em. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, your pick. Uh, oh, the Saints are losing faux shiggity. Um, and, uh, wait, is this a home game? Do I have to go to this game? No, you don't have to go oh, to okay, this game. Okay, good, cool. What? Do I have to go? <laughs> Can you take this off? Uh, really? Uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt. Andrew, what did you say about the king cake? Well, my, my wife just took my a, wife. my wife. My wife. A, my wife. She just took a bite of it and had this look of disgust on her face. And she said, oh, my God, it's terrible. Oh, <laughs> Welcome man. to 35, asshole. <laughs> 35, baby. Uh, uh, okay, it's the anyway. All right, so I'm going to say, uh, man, I'll, I'll, you know, 34, 34, 13 is pretty good. I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with 34, 13 as well. Is that, is that what you're going sync. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're in sync. And uh, player, of the, player, player of the game for the Saints is going to be Jesus. I mean, normally you could say like Thomas Morstead and you'd be guaranteed to safe bet, but you know, everybody's nobody's off sucks. limits now. Yeah, nobody's nobody's off limits anymore. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, well, fuck it, I'll go with Kyrie Robinson. But you think he's going to be the goat? Like he'll no, fumble no, no. a couple times? No, he's, no, no, no. He's going to be. He's going to be like the player of the game. Like oh, our, he's our like game. the one dude that makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you, yeah. uh, Andrew. All right, I, I'm Unlike going. Peyton, I know so, when to go with the hot hand. Look, I'm not surprised. First of all, I, I want to say that I called twenty-seven, seventeen bucks, you nailed did. it, bucks one. I also called the Arizona beating the Saints. Uh, now I predicted six and ten at the beginning of the year. That's looking a little bleak, but <laughs> I, I do think they're going to make a little run here, and it starts uh, at Carolina. They're going to build back our wow. hope here a little bit. Breeze is going to uh, play with his bankrupt shoulder. Your dealer, man, give me his number. All right, so listen, Sean Payton. He, here's how he's going to get these guys fired up. They're desperate. They're pissed. They're in the dumps. Sean Payton is going to cut up tape of Carolina in the Superdome last year, running up the score on and them, winning the fight. beating them 40 to whatever. And winning, and, and winning the fight. And, and winning the fight, and he's going to get these guys motivated to play like their life depends on winning this game because Carolina embarrassed them. And, I look, Carolina is fat and happy at 2-0, and and they're not that good of a football team. And Jericho Cotri, it sounds like he's going to miss this game. He's their best receiver with Calvin Benjamin out, which means they're down to, like, I don't even know. I, I mean, is Ted Ginn their best receiver now? 
I think I think Ted Ginn Jr. is their best receiver. But so I'm in a dark horse prediction here. Now I'm still sticking with six and ten, and it's not going to be a great year. But I think the Saints go into Carolina, and they're going to upset the Panthers, 27 to 21. Uh, Breeze's new alarm is going to screen him to death. Uh, but my player of the game is going to be. I'm going to go defense. I'm going to say Cam Newton throws a pick six, yeah. maybe another pick, and um, I'm going to say it's uh, I'm going to say it's Brandon Browner, well, player of the game. I'm I'm going to go Carol, Carolina uh, 24-21, and I don't think the Saints are near hitting bottom yet. And when a team starts out like 05, 06, 07, like the Saints are going to do. You hit the ebbs and the flows of the losing. Like, you have to lose a bunch of blowouts, and you have to lose a bunch of close games. I think this is a game where Murphy's going to run a kickoff back, the Saints are going to score a defensive touchdown, and they're still going to lose the goddamn game. And we're going to be like, oh, my God, they scored on defense, they scored on special teams, and they still couldn't win. They're going 0-16. Like, you think you couldn't be as depressed as you were yesterday until next Sunday. 24-21 24-21 Saints, uh, your least valuable player is going to be um, Breeze. He's going to throw a back-breaking pick late, and Carolina's going to win 24-21. Wait, you just said, wait, wait, you said the Saints were going to win. No, I said Carolina. The Sa- I said no, the, you didn't. I said the Saints were going to score a defensive touchdown, and I said they're going to run back a kick, and they're still going to lose. Ah, okay, because I, cause I thought I heard the first time you said 24-21, you said Saints. No, well, if I did, I meant to say Carolina. So that's okay. where we're at. You Look, people, you, you, you got uh, Hey, if I call this, if the Saints win, I'm 3-0 on the year. If the Saints, well, I'm, I've got the first two games. I, I, I didn't, I forgot, I've got them right against No, the, you picked the Saints over the Bucks. I dude. did, but I had the spread. I, I go with the point spread. Oh, yeah. that's bullshit. So, um, so look. You can go to Saints Nation and find Andrew. He's got grades. Um, They're not what, good. What, do you, what, is, what, do, what does the offensive lineman have to do to get an F, Andrew? Jesus. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So go there. You can go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave has got uh, news and breaking news. Sometimes it's not accurate, and he posts it and takes it down. But it's always that wasn't that, <laughs> that wasn't me. But I that, know. I'm but, just busting. But we did do that. I'm just busting your balls. Maybe you could. Maybe we, were, we were duped. You need a collage of Breeze's injury because whenever you do a collage of pictures, man, you get like seven hundred thousand. I mean, pages. did you guys see? I mean, like a slideshow. Uh, I yeah. mean, I don't want to call anyone out, or, or I mean, but like, I think it was Brian from the Sports Hangover. Oh, dude, I, come! I, on. I don't know where he got this info from, but like, just to say that Breeze has a torn rotator cuff. Rotator cuff. He wouldn't have been able to the finish year, the game. And he's going on IR, and I mean. I, I, I don't blame him. I know he heard that from someone else, but it's just like who who started that rumor? Why why throw that out there if it's not true? It's just it's irresponsible, man. Well, well like Bree, Breeze wouldn't have even been able to finish that game if he had a no, no, he would have been able to. Lift and his other own. Saints fans tweeting the fake Rappaport and and Schefter feeds. That's just evil on the day like today. But you can you can go to Canal Street Chronicles and find Dave. You can go to Saints Nation and find Andrew. You can go to OK. Tinder, Madison, Cupid, Cupid, and find held. Uh, br- uh, that Marmers. might not that might not be the case for much longer. 
Don't tell me you're in love, you freaking mother. Until next week, the bar is closed. My wife. Owen to Tim. My girlfriend from Tinder. You gotta, you gotta leave that in there. I will. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast.